Well, we've had enough non-football in the world. Let's get back to it. Talk about football on a Thursday night because the first round of the NFL draft's happening. I hope there's all sorts of technical glitches that make it a shit show. But I'm sure in the end, everybody will go where they want to go. And that dude's going to go to Cincinnati, and that dude's going to go to... Washington DC to play on the Redskins and the Cleveland Browns are going to trade down and take somebody that's never going to make the team but hopefully I'm wrong about that but we're bringing in a football expert our favorite football expert in the sausage hut the veggie butcher are you out there how you doing I'm good I'm good how are you I'm doing great and it's great to talk to you our NFL draft senior expert here on the day of (laughs) the NFL draft, or as Cleveland Browns fans like to call it, Super Bowl Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, everybody starts to view. This is fresh. You have, the Browns have hope. Yep. And in your Denver Broncos have hope as well. Now, I know as of right now, the Cleveland, my Cleveland Browns are picking at number 10, which isn't a great pick, but... It's the lowest pick we've had in a long time. And where are your Denver Broncos picking? The Broncos are picking the 15th. Okay. All right. Now, I could almost see our two teams maybe doing some business if somebody that they wanted on the roster is still there after number nine and you guys really want them and you think someone's going to take them, you go call up Cleveland and say, hey, uh, how about our second rounder and a future third rounder? And we'll be like, okay, sure. We don't really need anybody anyway, except we need an entire <laughs> offensive line. I mean, I'm looking at you're, I'm looking at the Browns' top needs, and you know, it's not your needs aren't horrible for the Browns. I mean. No. The, the Broncos and the Browns actually are kind of similar in their needs and wants. So. And how's that? Oh, let's see. I think wide receivers, and it's gonna. I think there's a lot of good wide receivers out there in this draft, and it's gonna. They're gonna dominate the draft. I, I thoroughly believe wide receivers are gonna have a bang up draft. Hmm. So. And I think a lot of them are going to go early. Okay. It's going to be the wide receiver draft, eh? That's my prediction. Okay. And I think there's going to be a lot of crazy, unpredictable stuff because it is virtual and because, you know, I think it's going to be exciting because nobody has watched any sports in a long time. I think they're going to have a high viewing audience, and I... I do think there's going to be technical glitches that's going to add to the drama, but I think people are going to probably do things that are a little less predictable because they haven't had the time to evaluate players and physicals and in-person interviews. So it could be a little crazy. Let's hope. And I'm assuming that they're going to have some sort of fallback plan. Like, okay, they ran out of time, but this happened. So, we're just going to give them a couple more minutes. Come on. Just figure it out. I mean, or they're going to be like, okay, if your video feed runs out, you've got um, a cell phone backup. If your cell phone goes out, we got a landline backup. You know, if we if our NFL, landline goes they, out, our, we got a can, a soup can on a string, something like that. I think they have all those fail safes in place because it is the NFL. They do have the money. They do have the technology. So, And they did a dry run a mock draft a couple days ago and a few days ago actually and so I hopefully they worked out the kinks but you never know you don't I'm assuming I mean they just have as long as they have a caveat saying alright if it doesn't work it doesn't work Right. They can't just be like, oh, your time's up. You didn't draft anybody or we're giving you the 14th guard in our rankings. Offensive guard. Right. 
but it should be interesting. I mean, you know, first ever virtual draft. Yeah. What and it, go wrong? Every, I, I hope everything does. I really do. <laughs> I mean, I don't care either way. I, it doesn't really matter. If I mean, as long as the it, this is and it's crazy, Veggie Butcher. And it's great having you here, by the way. Football. Doing some football talking. Football. In a in a, a uh, oh, yeah in a in a world of know it alls. When it comes down to it, we trust the Veggie Butcher to talk about football more than anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> you hear all that? You hear that, guys? When the Sausage Hut wants NFL expertise, there's only one place it's going. It's going to the Veggie Butcher. I think you've been in self-quarantine too long. We all have. <laughs> Are well, we going to talk about the big crazy elephant in the room? You mean Rob Gronkowski coming out of retirement? Is that what you're talking about? That is exactly what. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about the big elephant in the room coming out. That's great. I think it's hilarious that he basically, I mean, he leveraged. He's like, oh, I could come out of retirement right now, and you could pay me $12 million or what? He gets to go to Tampa for $10 million? How did it go, Veggie? Yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly it. So he's getting the $10 million to go to Tampa. And it makes you wonder how bad it was to play for Bill Edzek, or was it just... Was the Brady and Gronk time done there, or were they like, holy crap, thank God we're not playing for Belichick anymore? Yeah. Because Gronk was retired, so, you know, he was not going to play for the Patriots and Belichick, but oh, all of a sudden, Brady's a buck? Oh, wait, I feel great. I'm coming out of retirement. And he does look great. He looks really fit. He's lost a ton of weight, and he says he feels awesome. So, I who could, knows? I could, I could only imagine that there's nothing that anybody can even consider if you're in, if you're in it, doing it every year. Nobody can even tell how much a year off would do, what how much good it would do for your body if you're Gronk. Because I'm sure he was. Just, I mean, he was. He went to battle every every weekend. I mean, he was getting his ass kicked. I mean, he's a big dude. He's delivering a lot of punishment, but he took a lot of blows. And that wears on you, no matter who you are, if you're playing NFL football. And then all of a sudden you think you retire because you think this pain's never going to go away. All of a sudden you've been sitting around just doing whatever for a year, and now you feel pretty good. And they just back the Brinks truck up and say, you want to come spend one more fall with Tommy? And you'd be yeah, like, why not? hell yeah, I'll come in for f- six plays a game and run up the seam and score four touchdowns. Why not? Absolutely. And, oh, by the I mean, way, I'm a- not running. I'm not practicing. I'm not doing anything. I'm showing up for the games, and I'm running four patterns. Absolutely. I'm sure that's all part of it. I mean, he is not going to have to, you know, be in a car wreck every game. Meanwhile, Veggie Butcher... Yes. We've got a first-round draft tomorrow. There's, there's certain things that I'm thinking about. And there's certain things I'm laughing at. I think the irony of, first off, the irony of Joe Burrow, who grew up in southeastern Ohio, was a great quarterback, went to Ohio State, wasn't a good fit for Herb, and then he's like, all right, guys, I'm out. I'm going down to LSU, and I'm going to be the greatest, one of the greatest quarterbacks in college football history for a year. Win the national championship, and all of a sudden he's, he's the by far the first pick in the draft. And oh, what do you have here? The team that, uh, the team right down the road from where he spent his whole life trying to get away from South Southern Ohio. Nobody wants to be in Southern Ohio. Nobody, Nobody wants, wants to be, be a Bengal. Nobody. Nobody wants to be a Bengal. And he that, could pull a Peyton Manning and refuse and, that, and then get traded afterwards. Yeah, that was Eli. Eli Manning. Yeah. Oh, Peyton did it too. He oh, did he did? It. Yeah. No shit. Who, who drafted him? He was drafted. I'm sorry, John Elway. Sorry, sorry. Getting my Broncos feet. John Elway was drafted and refused to go to. 
Oh, was it the Colts that he got drafted by and he refused to play for him until they traded with Denver huh. after that? I didn't know that. I mean, I don't remember that. I mean, it could have been. Uh, I'll look it up while we're talking. But, yeah, I just find it very ironical that Burrow is being drafted by the Bengals. Poor little guy. Poor little guy. <laughs> Let's hope there's somewhere in northern Kentucky where he can live and be okay with things. I don't know. Nothing like fall and the well, fall in Cincinnati is a lot better than fall in Cleveland. So, John Elway, it was the Baltimore Colts at the time. Oh, okay. That he didn't uh, he did he warned the so it's a huge controversial thing that um, he warned the Baltimore courts not to draft him, and then they did anyways. He got drafted one overall to well the their Indianapolis Colts, and he didn't want to play for them because he warned him not to draft them. And I remember my dad going, "Who the fuck does a snot-nosed Stanford kid think he is, not playing for the team that drafted him?" And he threatened to go play baseball. And he played minor league baseball for New York Yankees. And he was getting, you know, they made him an offer as well. So wow. it was a big controversial thing that he got drafted and didn't play for the team that drafted him. And then Eli Manning pulled a similar stunt in the 2004 draft. And he refused to play for the Chargers. Which is pretty funny. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> Like, so the Broncos worked out a trade after the draft for with the Colts to get LA. Huh. That's crazy. And did you watch any of the Michael did you watch the Michael Jordan thing a couple days ago? Or, yes, I did. So the whole yes, I did. The, what was it? Scottie Pippen the draft that involved him or somebody, I don't know. Yeah. They traded up and traded somebody out. I don't forget how it happened. But that that Jerry Krause dude, he's an ugly he's a one ugly dude. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a pretty good series. I mean it's you know to be honest, Michael Jordan made me watch basketball. Wow. I was you know, I was I'm a football girl and I, you know, I w would watch playoffs or the final four or whatever but i was never a big basketball aficionado until michael jordan came along and he made watching basketball exciting to me it was kind of like what tiger woods did for golf and it just it made non fans watch the game that's a profound statement it's great yeah. I think he's a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I think he, actually he's softening in his old age. I don't know if you ever watched his induction speech for his Hall of Fame, Michael Jordan. Nah. You could Google it later and then let me know what you think of him because it was the most shocking induction speech that I've ever heard of any sport. Wow. He was so... You know, I've told you before, I don't believe in deserve. And he was just, you know, he brought his high school basketball teacher there to kind of saying, I bet you're sorry for benching me now in that game. He told his son, I'm, I bet you're sorry. I wouldn't want to be my son, you know, because of the expectations that are, I don't know. He just was very ungrateful sounding. Jeez. So... But that's not what you want me to talk about. We keep I do. I know. I'm sorry. I'm I mean, sorry. everybody's talking about it. Everybody in the world's talking about it. Everybody in the world watched it. And it's a yeah. great having your opinion on it because that's uh, it's good to know that he got you. I mean, that's a big thing for a, a one single person to get you into a sport. And I mean, I, I can Absolutely. say the same thing about LeBron. I mean, I was I was into the I mean, I was into the Cavs at the time, and I you know I hated Michael Jordan because he beat the Cavs in the playoffs every year. Yeah. 
but you got to respect it. But and if there's ever a, an argument about who's the greatest between LeBron and Michael, I'll always say LeBron just because I'm a LeBron guy. <laughs> but sure, and I know yeah. you are, and I, I, I understand where that argument. It's a valid argument, definitely. But I, MJ's just a. You can't argue with the six championships, and he probably no. should have had seven. Because yes. he, he was retired for, like, what is it, a year and a half or something like that? I, I mean, will always admire his dedication to the game and his strive for perfection in the game. And that that showed every time he stepped on the court. He, was, he wasn't slacking off ever. No. And he, no, dem- he demanded so. a certain level of effort from his teammates as well. Absolutely. Just like you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So did they they did they release two episodes Sunday and they're are they doing two a week or did I just happen to see that there was two or they've been doing this two weeks? I don't know. No, that was the first, last Sunday was the first and it was two episodes. They're going to do two episodes because it's like a 10 part series. So I think they're going to do two episodes every Sunday. Oh, okay. Well, that's fun. Yeah. It's well done. It's it's, it's it, what is know. it? 20 years in the making or something? 22 years in the making? God, I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Meanwhile, Veggie Butcher draft expert on the NFL draft of the Sausage Hut. We talked about the number one. Everybody's assuming that Cincinnati won't be that dumb and not take Joe Burrow. But they're going to take Joe Burrow, and he's going to have, hopefully they can put an offensive line in front of him. Hey, they've got a couple They've got a couple ingredients. And then all of a sudden, who are your NFC, or I'm sorry, who are your AFC North quarterbacks? Oh, Ben Roethlisberger refuses to die. Baker Mayfield's <laughs> one and done. And then uh, we got what's his name down in Baltimore, and then Joe freaking Burrows, who's gonna—he's probably gonna be playing with the chip on his shoulder for three—the three years that he's there before he gets traded to either probably California, LA, yeah. or New York. You never know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's weird rumors about Jerry, you know, trading up to get a a quarterback too, and it's like. You have a quarterback. You just can't get a deal done with him. So, I don't know. There's weird. Cowboys always do weird things in the draft. So, you know. You mean like know. trading Dak Prescott and a and a boatload of picks for the number one pick in the NFL draft, and then them taking Joe Burrows? Wow, that would be that would be crazy. But if, hey, I I've mean, why heard not? Scenarios about that because I just don't think Dak and Jerry are. They're not seeing eye to eye, obviously, on the contract. So, I don't, you know, I don't know. Jerry's done weirder things in the draft, but Joe Burrow would shit his pants if he, he's like, "You mean I get to go to Dallas instead of Cincinnati?" <laughs> He'd be the happiest guy in the world. Yes, and he would actually, I think, do very well in Dallas. But... Oh, yeah, oh yeah, he would. They'd love him in so... Dallas. Yeah, and then would. Dak would come to Cincinnati and like blow his knee out in week three because he was just heartbroken because he has to play in Cincinnati. Yeah, <laughs> try himself to sleep every night. <laughs> what happened? We were supposed to be the best team in the NFL. Oh, I mean, that's a, a fantasy, you know, scenario, but I think they'll work out a deal. Jerry's. Jerry's a weird one. No, if there was anybody that would do something that crazy, it would be Jura. Absolutely. And, and and honestly, if he did that, I might be I might be a Cowboys fan after that. I mean, I'm already. <laughs> I think I'm I'm three quarters of the way to being a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan this year. <laughs> what you just need them to get Edelman too? Why not? I'm sure they could pick him up for a song, as they say in the South. I think it's a real possibility. Where's he at? Is he playing? Did he play last year, or is he was he in New England? Yeah, and uh, I think that don't put it past 
Belichick to make a trade with them involving Edelman to bump up in the draft. Whoa. Oh, oh, oh. There, there's your other prediction. I'm just full of crazy. That's, uh, that's keen. I like that. Edelman. And you tell up. me what the Bucks wouldn't do to get Edelman. And you don't think the crazy emperor would see that and take advantage of that situation? Is Edelman a free agent right now, or can he go wherever he wants to? No, I think he he has two. I want to say he has two years left on his oh. contract. I would have to look that up. I'm not 100 percent sure. Why doesn't Belichick just hang it up? I mean, he's got enough money, doesn't he? He's got Why enough. Why didn't Brady every... hang it up? Eh, I know. But they all I mean, did it, you know. I mean, Joe Namath. Where did he go? Did he go to San Francisco? Johnny Unitas yeah. went to San Diego. Joe Montana went to Kansas City. Because they all have something to prove. They have to prove that they can do it no matter who's around them, who the coach is, who the team is. They all want to prove that it wasn't the perfect storm of Brady, Belichick, Gronkowski, Elliman that made them, you know, vote. So they all have something to prove that they can do it despite all that. I, I, I hear that argument, and I appreciate that argument. It seems like it's pretty vindictive. I mean, I can also just see somebody like Tom just saying, look, dude, I got, I'm not done. I got a year or two left. I can still play, and why not try it somewhere else? You know, who cares? Yeah, we had a great time, New England. Thanks for everything. No hard feelings whatsoever. Yeah, Bill, whatever. I mean, I'm just going to – Giselle wants to get the fuck out of Boston. <laughs> she wants to go somewhere. Uh, Tom, I want to go to Florida. She wants to go to Florida. I thought she wanted to go to California, but she doesn't like California. She wanted to go to Florida. She's Brazilian. What can you say, man? She likes the Redneck Riviera. I'm going to go down go. there. I'm going to live – turn it into Tampa Bay. I'm going to get Gronk and get Edelman. And they've got, like, they've got two really good wide receivers already, right? Um, yes. What's his nuts and the other nuts is what's, right? <laughs> you got right nut, left nut. <laughs> <laughs> and they got Ronald, Ronald, Ronald Jones. Uh -huh. Dude, all of a sudden, and what else is going on in the NFC South? Atlanta? Um, <laughs> I mean, it's hit or miss with Matty Ice. They could be yeah. good. They could be crappy. Uh, who else is down there? Uh, and they got, what, Atlanta, I'm looking, they got number nine picking the draft. Okay. What are they gonna do, Veggie Butcher? Fuck, I don't, I don't even know about it. I'm all right. Here's their prediction. They're projected to trade with the Jaguars. Oh. Is that so, a trade up or a trade down? Um. Let's see. Where's the Jaguars? Uh, oh, it's a trade down. Huh. Hmm. And and I think they're looking Jacksonville. I don't know what are they. Who's their quarterback now? Didn't they sign somebody? Jacksonville. Yeah. Oh. Um. Probably should have prepared. I probably should have asked myself these questions before we started podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> You're in quarantine. We've been out of football talk. You're a little rusty. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's like the spring game that the college teams have. It's like, okay, we're going to pretend this is a game for a while. We'll bring the band out. They're not going to wear their uniforms, but uh, we'll have a little fun here. There you go. Mm. And it is the Sausage Hut anniversary after all. Oh, we yeah. Happy, Happy anniversary. Thank you. It's the fourth birthday of the Sausage Hut today. I'm going to have a review show tomorrow, I think, but... There's only one person I want to have here for that, for this, and it's the Veggie Butcher. Oh, I'm here honored. From the U2 concert through fantasy football, and here we are with our Draft Spectacular. I'm glad to be a part of it. Yeah. Birthday celebration. It is. It starts today. Woo! Woo. <laughs>
And we have a crazy virtual draft to celebrate tomorrow. Yeah, the, the worst thing about all this stuff is the the camera angles. It's like everybody's two inches away from the cameras. And like, really, you can't move. You don't have to sit right in front of your computer. You can move back. You can even walk around. You don't have to just sit there. Like, and with the goddamn, you know, whatever, the rest of your bedroom in the background. <laughs> I find myself checking out what's going on behind people. I'm like, oh, of course. interesting. I don't think I would have done the velvet leopard painting as my <laughs> backdrop. <laughs> this is why I do radio. I don't need. Me don't too. Need yeah, I don't need, I don't need the camera up my fucking nostrils like everybody else. Like, oh, okay. No. Oops. Oh, it's oh, it's flagging. Oh, god damn it! Hold on a second. Change the settings. <laughs> You're on the clock. <laughs> you think they're gonna, you know, can in some booze for uh, the commissioner? That's another thing, Veggie Butcher. That is everybody's getting wrong. Like these these late night the late night shows that everybody loves. There's no reason not and I think actually Bill Maher's doing this. There's no reason not to pipe in laugh tracks and audience applause. When 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 Stephen Colbert is given a even even if his monologue is absolutely hilarious, he's just throwing these jokes out there to silence. It's like put yeah. a, put some fake laughs in there. We know. We know what's going on. Give us the audio that we need. And give a little laugh track and it would be so much better. So, so it they, breaks that uncomfortable silence thing, yeah. and you know, it wouldn't be a draft if people weren't booing the commissioner, right? You're right. They totally should <laughs> throw in the booze. That would be, and you know what? That would probably be the best PR move that Roger Goodell could ever do. Telling it would them, be funny. Oh, that would be hilarious. Here he comes, boo. <laughs> <laughs> And then, it would make me like him a speck better. Exactly. Like it would be like all of a sudden it'd be like, oh, it's harder to hate you now because you did that, Roger Goodell. Damn it. Touche. Yep. Touche, Roger. Yep. And you gotta have fun, you know, during this whole, you know, weird times we totally. live in anyway. So You do. And we're all making the best of it. Keeping yeah. humor when we're not intubated. So, I gotta ask you about Tua. How do you feel about Tua? Okay, let's talk about Tua. And, and he might not be the number one person. He's he's his 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 draft stock has gone up and down. It's been volatile all winter long. And I'm seeing him as number six in the whole rankings. I'm seeing him as number twelve. I'm seeing people taking him at five. I'm seeing him fall out of the top ten. Honestly, Veggie Butcher, mm-hmm. I I say stock down on Tua. I think that people are going to be surprised because every year there's somebody that's surprised that you can't believe that they're falling, falling, falling because they've talk, been talked up. I think Tua is going to fall out of the top ten. Really? Really. And that's because medical you know people can't decide if he's healthy or not i think so i think regardless of anything a hip hip surgery mm, it it doesn't matter how many times he says he's good you can't simulate a 370 pound defensive lineman splashing you 10 times on a sunday afternoon you can't you don't know how it's gonna you could say it's back to 100 percent Nothing holds up to the rigors of a real NFL game, and a hip. Ask a hey, uh, veggie butcher. I know you got a lot of numbers in your phone. Can you call Bo Jackson and ask him about his hip and see what happened there? One of the greatest <laughs> athletes of all time. See what happened with him. Call him up. Bo and I uh, already talked today. I don't want to bother him. He's you know, he's a busy guy. I'm sure he's going to get, and he was probably telling you, he's probably going to get a lot of a lot of run tomorrow because of the hip. When it, especially when people are going to talk about Tua, they're going to talk about his hip, and when we're going to talk about a hip, they're going to show Bo Jackson getting his hip ripped out of its socket when he was killing people. He was yeah. really one of the greatest of all time. 
He was one of the Absolutely. most badassest running backs of all time, and he was a great baseball player too. Well, and the hip's a hard injury to ever fully recover. Yeah, I mean that is a that's a hard one to cover. You want my crazy prediction on Tua? Mm, hold on a second. Let me give you some. Uh, let me give you some reverb here. All right. Veggie Butcher's prediction. Tua is going to be a Patriot. Oh, Tua going to the New England Patriots. What is that? Number 32 with number 30? No, I think they're going to trade up and get Tua. Who are they going to trade with? They got to, I mean, it's got to go into the top five. Yeah, and I mean, I, I would hate to see Tua fall that low. Um, but I just, you know how close, um, Belichick is with, I don't even like to say his name, um, Saban. So I think they probably have insider information trading back and forth with the, to his medical condition. Huh. Has he been hitting a fucking blocking sled in his backyard that nobody can see? Has he been fucking hack squatting 700 pounds? Has he been deadlifting 1,200 pounds? I don't know. I'm just, that's a little weird prediction for you. Has he been on the hip sled? (laughs) Did you do the hip sled when you were working out hard? Uh, no, I did not. I always thought that the, in a, as a, for a football lift, the hip sled was the best thing that you could do as far as any sort of weightlifting. It's kind of inclined, so it's, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's inclined, and then you put a bunch of weight on it, and then you can either put your back against the slope, or you can turn around and do it the other way. And it's, it's better when you're f- kind of facing inward. And you're so you're kind of going at I don't know a 45 degree angle, and you're just pushing it up. It's kind of like a squat, but it's like a a squat on an angle. Uh huh. Uh huh. So you're just it, it works on your explosion, and it's all hips. You know, it's really it's hips and butt. I don't think I need to make butt. my hips any bigger. So. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who knows what would happen if you spent a lot of time on the hip sled? I don't know. I mean, maybe it would uh, make it even more glorious than it already is. But anyway, regardless of that, running backs and, you know, it's all hips. Quarterbacks, it's all hips. You're playing football, it's hip. It's a hips and butt sport, Veggie Butcher. You got to have hips. You got to have butt. And that's why you're worried about Tua's hip recovery. Yes, because I mean, of all the injuries that you would want to have, I would say that's 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 even below a knee. I mean, a knee blowing out your knee is really difficult to come back from. I mean, people have you have to wait a year because if they reattach those ligaments, it just takes that long for it to heal back, and you can't you can't speed it up. But even so, a lot a lot of people have come back from a knee, and that's got to be the the second one down. I mean, you get okay. You I don't know. You mess up your hand. Whoopity do da. I don't know. If I guess if you mess up your neck, but not that many people mess up their necks. But goddamn, if you mess up your hip, you really. Big Manning messed up his neck pretty good. Yeah, that's true. And then he came back and won a Super Bowl with uh with with half an arm basically. With half. <laughs> <laughs> And so what? You don't care. You you took the <laughs> nope. You raised the mug. You raised the cup. There you go. Good there for you. Go. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's Was Tua. You 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 see New England trading up for Tua into the top I just, five. I guess you're gonna have to say or top seven. Yeah. Well, you don't think he's in. The, you don't think he's gonna go in the top ten. So that's my guess. Maybe it's not that big of a trade-up, you know. If he he keeps falling in the draft because everybody's like, uh, I don't know, hip issues, then who knows? I will tell you that he will not fall past the Las Vegas Raiders. He's not going to fall past them because Chucky will gobble him up in a second. And where, yeah, I can see that too. Where are they picking? The Raiders are twelve. Number 12, okay. Fucking Raiders. 
the NFC, the AFC West. Fucking Raiders. How do you feel about them moving to Las Vegas? Do you think it's going to be fun? I mean, you know a lot of things about Las Vegas. Is is Las Vegas going to be an NFL town once this whole uh, pandemic's over with? I think that. I mean, I'm sorry, sad, kind of as sad as I could be about a fucking Raider leaving, you know, Oakland, but. I see them fitting well in Las Vegas. I think they'll they'll do well. They'll have a good fan base there, and I I really think they'll do well. Vegas is a hard sports town, but the Knights, the Golden Knights, and hockey did really really well there as far as their fan base. That's good. So I think people in Vegas are dying to have them. I mean, the, the ticket sales, the season ticket sales were phenomenal for the Raiders. So, I think they'll do well. Who's their quarterback right now? The same dude? Yeah, Derek Carr. And everybody thinks that he's not going to be starting come week one for the Raiders. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I think he is. I actually think he will be their starting quarterback. But you don't think the Raiders are going to make any moves for another quarterback? They're just going to. You think Chucky's just going to ride with them? I, I mean, I that's mean, a valid. If you think that, okay, that's cool. No, but I mean, I could see him Chucky drafting somebody. I I I could totally see Tua going there, and that he sits behind Carr for a couple of years, and then, you know, they make sure his hips healthy, and I could totally see that. Hmm. That's not a bad scenario. Huh. Wasting, I mean, not, I guess not wasting, but cashing in your first round pick for next year and keeping Derek Carr, who was, who's been hit or miss his whole career. He has. He has. I wonder but, behind closed doors, I wonder how hard Chucky tried to get Brady. I mean, it seems like that would have been the most perfect fit. I mean, not for maybe not for Brady, but for definitely for the Raiders, for a new yeah, team, think, new thing. You get get the goat to come in for a year. I just don't think it was realistic. Brady going to Vegas and playing for Chucky. I just don't see that. So no matter how bad he wanted him, I don't think Brady that was ever on his radar. I just what? don't see him in. Them getting along. You don't because of the Chucky factor much more than the Vegas factor. Giselle didn't want to live in Vegas. Uh, Yeah, much more than the coaching factor than the actual town. And you know what? I I mean, if before this even happened, if you'd have made me pick the top ten teams that Brady would have gone to, I don't think Tampa Bay would have been in the top ten. For me. It wasn't on my radar. Yeah, I didn't. I thought he was going to California. I, I, no, it was not even on my radar. I mean, is Tampa a lot better than people think? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, I meant no. I don't think so. But. <laughs> No. Would anybody want to live in Tampa? No. No. <laughs> oh. And even without the hurricanes, you don't want to live in Tampa. No. Throwing the hurricanes and the fuck. We got to worry about hurricanes? Yeah. Yeah, not my uh, top 10 list of places to live. Okay. Well, I don't think anything's in your top ten places to live. <laughs> I think everything's in your bottom ten. <laughs> Veggie Butcher doesn't want to live anywhere except in the middle of nowhere. It's for the best for everybody, including <laughs> myself. <laughs> okay. So who's your sleeper in the draft? Who do you think is just going to be the big shocker? Going up, draft. yeah. Man, yeah, drafted I, way before anybody predicts. That's a good question because I totally think Tua is the opposite direction of that. Who's okay. going to go big? I think somebody might reach for the wrong tackle. 
So it comes down to a, tech, a tackle. Because I've been, as a Browns fan, all we've, it, it, it's weird. This is like the first year in, you know, 15 years where we don't really, we don't absolutely need a certain thing. I mean, we, we could use certain things, but, you know, our offense is good. I mean, other than a tackle, we're good as far as, I mean, I know we went 6-10 and 10 with this team, but we got two great running backs. We've got all kinds of people to throw the ball to. I mean, you could say that we need a quarterback. <laughs> you know, wouldn't it be crazy if they took if the Browns took Tua at number 10 and then all of a sudden my opinion of him just completely changes. It would be almost it would be right up there with if the Browns would have taken Tim Tebow cuz I spent a <laughs> lot of time hating Tim Tebow and then and then everybody was like, "Dude, what are you going to do if the Browns take him?" I'd be like, "I guess I'd have to say forgive and forget cuz yeah. you're my quarterback now, but if Tua all of a sudden it would be great, dude." And and it, all of a sudden it's like, "Yeah, bake, see you later, bro." <laughs> You, oh, you had your chance. For Baker? I'm just where's saying. Baker well, I'm talking. I'm talking scenarios here, where Bake, where they could. I, everybody, everybody's down with giving him another year. But wouldn't it be crazy if they just got to a, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Baker was just gone. If they, they, I don't know. They sent him to Jacksonville to be a backup. They sent him to Jacksonville for a, a six rounder, <laughs> and cash. Hey, all is fair in love, war, and football. Apparently. Yeah. Dude, it is I'm, a fickle, fickle world. It's a yeah. It's a it's a lusty, jealous mistress. God yeah, damn. yeah. You hate somebody until all of a sudden they're your quarterback, and you're like, well. Okay. Hey, you know what? I think hip injuries are really easy to recover from. <laughs> Just tape that fucker up, and you're good for 15 Don't years be too. Good. <laughs> he got 10 years in you. Yeah, man. Oh, hip ain't shit. Everybody's got a hip. They can replace it. You know, your grandma gets her hips replaced. Just replace it. Yeah, that's all good. Wouldn't that be crazy, like, in 25 years that they come up with something that, like, a hip or, or a knee replacement that's so good and so money in the bank that, like, these kids, like, I don't know, their they're senior year of high school just decide to get artificial hips and artificial knees and artificial hips and just bionic out, bionic out. <laughs> And just go for it. Oh, that's a lot. I'm sure that's it's a matter of time before that happens. Happen. Probably. And then they just be running over people, and then it, then it would be like, I can't even compete in college football unless I get everything replaced with uh, adamantium, just like Wolverine or whatever they called that <laughs> shit. <laughs> the Bionic Man. Yeah. You know. I think we, we're dating ourselves. Uh, well. We should be dating. We're definitely dating <laughs> ourselves. <laughs> um, you know what? We've talked like three and a half hours, and we haven't even talked about my dude from Ohio State. I was wondering. Chase Young. Everybody's got him slotted going to the Redskins at number two after Cincinnati takes Joe Burrows. I mean, that has to be what everybody thinks but i'll tell you what veggie butcher i watched them all last year and it i'm i hate to say it but i think he might be just a tad a tad bit oh i hate it i don't want to say it i think he's a tad bit overrated oh my god i said it uh, what i just said uh, chase young is what? a tad bit overrated don't tell anybody your boy chase young yeah Ohio State. Yes. Overrated. Who everybody's tab. saying who everybody is saying is the best player in the draft, but Joe Burrows is going number one. And I'm saying he's just a tad bit overrated. See uh Jadavian Clowney. Oh wow. And wow. Jadavian Clowney's been nothing but a pain in the ass to everybody who he's played for. And now the Seahawks are even having another pain in the ass with him. I can see Chase Young going down the Jadavian Clowney route. I hope it doesn't happen, buddy. Um, but, uh, hey, the Redskins love the Buckeyes. They got they just keep taking Buckeyes, and some, some for some reason the Browns won't, other than Denzel Ward. Peace. Wow. Wow. Huh. 
what do you think about that, VB? I I wasn't expecting that. Uh-huh. I don't uh no. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Do you think he's overrated or do you think he's this the the really the best edge rusher or are you just a victim of the hype that he's gotten ever since even before the end of the year and basically hey let's face it america he took the last three games off true true i just wasn't i guess i wasn't expecting it from you you were talking that you were expecting me to go straight homer yes i was (laughs) if your compatriot the flying savant was here i would definitely have gone straight homer but. <laughs> um, I I I like him a lot. I think he's uh, is he the the pick in the draft? You know, I would agree with you. Maybe he's a tad overrated. That's what I said. That's what you yeah, know. You're agreeing a with tad. me. You did. So why is that? Do you think he's just not big enough to be a successful edge rusher? Edge rusher. What is, what is he coming in at? Oh, let's see here. It's not that huge. He's not that big. He's uh, six four two sixty four. I mean, that's good okay. size. He's average, I guess. Um, I mean, he's really fucking good. He's he's really fucking good is he the top pick in the draft obviously not we have burrows ahead of him but he's probably number two in the draft for an edge rusher that's pretty good that's pretty good an edge rusher when of all the jobs in the world budgie (laughs) what are you i'm an edge rusher yeah yeah that's what i do i take eight steps uh about 40 times on a sunday and yeah. yeah, I work for about three seconds at a time. And, and I make uh, shit tons of money because I was drafted number two. Yeah. yeah. Every once yeah, in a while, a I get life. to a quarterback. I get to reach and bring him to the ground. And he's not even a senior, right? No, I don't. I, yeah, I think he's a junior. Wow. Well, good for the Redskins. It looks like they're getting Chase Young. And they've got uh, the dude from Ohio State. Um quarterback who they got last year who i think has a ton of potential i just can't remember his name dwayne haskins they got dwayne haskins oh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and they've got that uh they got the receiver from ohio state that guy who was really good put up a lot of fantasy points last year i should know his name anyway (laughs) (laughs) do you see any surprise do you see any surprise trades? So who's trading up? Do you, you think the Patriots are going to trade up for Tua? you think that's a real possibility? I don't know. It's fun to think about just because, you know, Belichick and Saban are so close and they probably have some, you know, behind the door scheme going on. That I don't know. I like that kid from Oklahoma, too. What's, um, what's that? Uh, what's his name? He's really good. It's a wide receiver. Like I said, CD Lamb. Gonna, yeah, there you go. There you go. I think there's going to the wide receivers in this draft are phenomenal. So who else besides CD Lamb and um, the dude from that well, one school? Well, Denver is set to pick Ruggs. He's a wide receiver, Henry Ruggs from Alabama. Okay. Um Alabama's got some, well, of course, it's fucking Alabama. They got some really, really good guys in the draft. Who else they got? Oh, well, besides Tua. But, um, yeah, I like that C.D. Lamb guy, and it's right now they're predicting he's going to the Raiders. Hmm. So that is my prediction is, oh, you got that other kid from uh, TCU. 
Jalen and wide receiver. I mean, the, the wide receivers that I'm looking at right now in the top 30 picks are just crazy. A lot of good wide receivers. You don't really see that that often. No. Like It's going to be wide receiver year. I mean, I'm looking at 12, 13, 14, 15. Those are all wide receiver picks, supposedly. And it'll be totally funny if it doesn't work out that way. Uh, I know. I mean, you know, we got the fantasy versus reality. <laughs> and I think it's going to be a crazy, crazy draft anyways, just given the scenario of what's going on. So who knows? Yeah. And so the Broncos are going into the Drew Locke era or continuing the Drew Locke era. Mm -hmm. And then they uh I don't know what they do. They got to have a, they got to find a receiver and they maybe need some offensive linemen. I think there's going to be a lot of offensive linemen that you can get in this draft that are going to be good. Yeah. Meanwhile in Cleveland, <laughs> they better Meanwhile. take an offensive tackle. And there's a bunch of tackles you can take, and it just depends on who takes them. Are we going to get the fourth or fifth or sixth best tackle in the NFL? We don't know. And we're going to find out tomorrow. But what time is this virtual draft? That's a good question. Let's I see I have to here. plan my uh, busy schedule around it. Yeah. 8 p.m. Woo. Prime time. Woo. Yeah. Set your uh, set your DVRs. Oh wait, oh, you got nothing better to do. Everybody will be watching. It's probably going to be the highest rated NFL draft of all time. Of all time. And Absolutely. it's going to be the worst produced NFL draft of all time. Absolutely. So, Veggie Butcher, thanks for coming into the sausage shot. I think we've pretty much taken care of everything that everybody needs to know. Um, besides, oh, fuck the Steelers, uh, fuck the Raiders. Who else do you want to say? Um, uh, the Raiders are always at the top of my fuck you list. Yeah. I, I want to say fuck the Bengals and the Ravens and the Chiefs. And I'm going to say go Buccaneers. Haha, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. All right. Hey, well, happy anniversary. Thank you. I'm glad you're here for it. And we'll bring you back for a post-mortem on the NFL draft next week after it's all said and done. How about that, Veggie? Sounds good. Look forward to it. All right. Thank you. Good night.